Murky, key, 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 key. Like, my brothers don't die, we just rusty bark. I tell your girl to link me at the coffee shop. Getting freaky in the sheets, we're taking body shots. Then I finish with a facial just to top it off. Hey, my brothers don't die, we just rusty bark. This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this June 23rd, I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Madewell. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, U.S. coach makes dramatic rescue. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Rebecca Law will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. Current temperature outside is a sunny 87 degrees. And now on to our top story. Health officials have ordered vaping company Juul to pull its electronic cigarettes from the U.S. market. It's the biggest blow yet to the embattled company that is widely blamed for sparking a surge in teen vaping. The announcement today by the Food and Drug Administration is part of a sweeping regulatory review of e-cigarettes, which faced little regulation until recently. Since last fall, the FDA has green-lighted a few e-cigarettes that account for a tiny share of the vaping market. To stay on the market, manufacturers must show their products help reduce the harm of smoking for adults without appealing to kids. A judge has given final approval to a settlement of more than $1 billion for victims of the collapse of a Florida beachfront condominium. 98 people died when the 12-story Chaplin Towers South suddenly collapsed. It was one of the deadliest building failures in U.S. history. The decision by Miami, uh, the Miami-Dade Circuit Judge Michael Hazeman uh, today comes one day before the one-year anniversary of the disaster in the Miami suburb of Surfside. Most of the money goes to people who lost family members. About $100 million is earmarked for legal fees, and $96 million is set aside for owners of the building's 136 units. Millions of Americans who rely on their cars for work are changing their habits. Signing up for carpools or even ditching their cars for bicycles as gas prices recently hit $5 per gallon for the first time ever. This week, it's averaging $4.95 per gallon nationwide, up from $3.06 per gallon a year ago, according to AAA. Some help could be on the way. Yesterday, President Joe Biden asked Congress to suspend federal gas taxes for three months, which would shave 18.4 cents per gallon off the price of gas. He also called on states to suspend their own gas taxes, but in the meantime, gas is straining budgets. Fewer Americans applied for jobless benefits last week as the U.S. job market remains robust, despite myriad economic pressures, including four-decade-high inflation. Applications for jobless aid for the week ending June 18th fell to 229,000, a decline of 2,000 from the previous week. The Labor Department reported uh, today first-time applications rose by 4,500 from the previous week, to 223,500. The total number of Americans collecting jobless benefits for the week ending June 11th was 1,315,000. That figure has hovered near 50-year lows for months. 
Andrea Fuentes prevented a tragedy at the Swimming World Championships with her quick reaction. The United States coach knew something was wrong when she saw artistic swimmer Anita Alvarez sink motionless to the bottom of the pole during a solo free routine on Wednesday. The fully clothed Fuentes dived in. She swam to the unresponsive Alvarez, put her arms around her, and lifted her to the water's surface. Another person helped her get out of the pool. Alvarez is a two-time Olympian. She had fainted. USA Artistic Swimming says she is feeling much better. Coming up, six people die in helicopter crash. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Synergy returns right after this. No, Mom, I don't have time to brush my teeth. Timmy, if you don't brush your teeth, they'll rot! No! No! Little did Timmy know that would be remembered as the worst day of his life. After not brushing his teeth, he walked outside, and a car drove through a puddle, splashing Timmy, getting him soaking wet. Oh, no! After walking to school drenched, Timmy got the news that he was failing all his classes and then was kicked off the rugby team. On his way home after school, a gust of wind blew Timmy's hat into the street, and when he went to get it, he was struck by a vehicle. Now sporting a full-body cast, Timmy's girlfriend Jill dumped him, because it's not cool to go to prom with a mummy. Did you know that thousands of Americans suffer from cavities every year? Remember to brush your teeth after every meal. Who knows what it could prevent? This announcement brought to you by your friends at WMUL. Aw, the radio won't work. You should worry less about that radio and concentrate on fishing. Besides, there's nothing good to listen to on the radio nowadays. Here we go again. Back in my day, music was good. It played all those good oldies that I love. Of course, they were called newies back then. But Grandpa, if we turn to 88.1 WMUL, we can listen to oldies. Huh? We can also listen to alternative, blues, jazz, hip-hop, and more. All that in one station? Then hurry up, boy, get that radio working! 88.1 WMUL, the cutting edge since 1961. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Haley Manon. And I'm Nick Mattawa. The West Virginia Judicial Vacancy Advisory Commission is taking applications for two family court vacancies. The second family court circuit serves Marshall, Tyler, and Wetzel counties. The ninth family court circuit serves Logan County. The deadline for completed applications and letters of recommendation is July 13th. They should be submitted by email to jvac at westvirginia.gov or by email to the commission. Interviews will be held July 27th in Charleston. Authorities say six people were killed in a helicopter crash in West Virginia. The Vietnam Air helicopter was used for tourism flights and crashed along Route 17 in Logan County at about 5 p.m. yesterday. County Emergency Ambulance Service Executive Ray Bryant says all six on board were killed. A nearby resident says she saw the smoke and flames and got close enough to see a man trapped inside but couldn't reach him. The Federal Aviation Administration said the crash of the Bell UH-1B helicopter will be investigated by the FAA and the National Transportation Safety Board. A woman has been sentenced in the death of a newborn whose body was found inside a trash bag at a college dormitory outside Cleveland. Brianna Reddick was sentenced Tuesday to a minimum of 10 years in prison and a maximum of 15 years, based on good behavior. 
The 21-year-old Cleveland resident had pleaded guilty in April to involuntary manslaughter as part of a deal with Portage County. Prosecutors who dismissed several other counts, including aggravated murder, child endangerment, and tampering with evidence. The newborn's body was found in October 2019 inside a trash bag and had been left in a dormitory restroom in Harem College, a small liberal arts school. The Gaines family has agreed to sell the Daily News of Bowling Green, Kentucky, to Carp- Carpenter News Media LLC, an affiliate of Boone Newspapers, Inc. Terms of the sale were not disclosed. The deal is expected to close June 30th and also includes a weekly shopper in three magazines. A statement says the family's history with the newspaper dates back 140 years. The newspaper said it is one of the oldest family-owned papers in the southeastern U.S. Boone Newspapers' website says it owns or manages newspapers and other publications in 12 states, including several in Kentucky. A judge in Ohio is allowing a man who previously admitted to killing five members of a single family to testify against his brother in a death penalty trial. Jake Wagner gave a detailed statement to authorities about the 2016 killings in southern Ohio and agreed to testify against the others, other members of his family. A total of eight members of the Roden family were killed near Piketon in a custody dispute. John Parker is an attorney for Wagner's brother, George Wagner V. Parker argued unsuccessfully at a Tuesday court hearing that the deal Jake Wagner struck with prosecutors limits his ability to conduct a thorough cross-examination. Coming up next, Border Patrol paroles migrants to avoid massive overcrowding. That and more news from around the nation when New Center Idiot returns. Stay with us. Here's your cappuccino, miss. Great, thanks. Coffee with cream? Look. Almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, get yourself tested. Visit gytnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC. Merlin! I need your help. The armies of darkness are at Camelot's gates, but Excalibur is destroyed. Fear not, Arthur, for I have in my hands a weapon far more powerful than the world has ever seen. The pure, sweet song of its blade leaving the sheaths is able to pierce the air itself. This sword doesn't have a name. It is WMUL, the cutting edge. You've supported her through every accomplishment in her life. Cross, pull, I tied my shoes. While your ultimate goal is to teach her to stand on her own. Let go, let go. I can do it. There are things she just can't do without your support. There were drugs and alcohol at the party. Talk with the teens in your life. And if they're in substance abuse treatment and recovery, support them. Help them turn the hardest thing they've ever done into their greatest accomplishment. For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Ailey Manon. And I'm Nick Madawa. Average long-term U.S. mortgage rates inched up this week following last week's mammoth jump, the biggest in 35 years. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac reported today that the 30-year rate ticked up to 5.81% this week from last week's 5.78%. 
Last week's average was the highest since November of 2008 during the housing crisis. In its ongoing bid to damp down inflation, the Federal Reserve last week raised its benchmark rate by three-quarters of a point, the biggest single hike since 1994. The Fed's unusually large rate hike came after government data showed U.S. inflation rose in May to a four-decade high of 8.6 percent. The Border Patrol paroled more than 207,000 migrants who crossed from Mexico from August through May. In the previous seven months, it paroled only 11. It's a low-key but far-fetching change from President Joe Biden's first months in office from his predecessors, Donald Trump and Barack Obama, who oversaw gross overcrowding at Border Patrol facilities. By law, the Homeland Security Department may parole migrants, quote, for urgent humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit, quote, unquote. The Border Patrol says it turned to parole because it lacks holding space and resources are, quote, overwhelmed, unquote. Michigan has agreed to destroy more than three million dried blood spots taken from babies and kept in storage. It's all part of a partial settlement and ongoing lawsuit over consent and privacy in the digital age. Hospitals routinely prick the heels of newborns to draw blood to check for more than 50 rare diseases. That practice isn't being challenged. The dispute in Michigan is over leftover samples. A blood spot from each child is stored in Lansing, while more are stored in Detroit for possible use by scientists. Michigan must get permission from parents to use spots for health research. But attorney Philip Ellison argues that the program might not be constitutional, and the agreement to destroy some blood spots doesn't end the lawsuit. Buy now, pay later financing options are increasingly being offered by by for-profit credential schools and boot camps. The learn now, pay later concept is appealing, and students are already familiar with the name brand companies since buy now, pay later is ambiguous with online retail. But are these just risky loan products by another name? A recent report from the Student Borrower Protection Center seems to suggest so. Borrowers need to tread carefully before signing on for buy now, pay later plans to pay for their education programs. A judge has postponed a murder trial until January in the case of a teenager accused of killing four fellow students and wounding others at a Michigan high school. Lawyers for Ethan Crumley say a September trial date wouldn't leave enough time to go through evidence and prepare the Oakland County Prosecutor's Office didn't object. Judge Colm Rowe set a trial for January 17th. The 16-year-old Cromley is charged with murder and other crimes in the November shooting at Oxford High School. Earlier that day, his parents were summoned to discuss the boys' disturbing drawings on a math assignment, but they declined to take him home. James and Jennifer Cromley are charged with involuntary manslaughter. Coming up next... Supreme Court expands gun rights. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready, his heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. Ah! 
dastardly plan to pollute the airwaves with Nickelback is almost to rotten fruition. We must let our powers combine. Jazz. Avoid winning news in sports. Rock and roll. Flashback. Ska. With your powers combined, I am WMUL. Oh no! WMUL's award-winning radio programming is kicking my... 88.1 WMUL. We all share a common journey. We wanted to serve our country and protect the things we love. But for some of us, coming home was more of a challenge than we expected. In the service, we had each other's backs. But as veterans, it can sometimes feel like we're all alone. For confidential support, call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at VeteransCrisisLine.net or text 838-255. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Matawa. The House Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol insurrection will hear from former Justice Department officials who faced down a relentless pressure campaign from the then-President Donald Trump over the 2020 election results. The officials are also expected to testify about a bizarre challenge from within their own ranks. Today's hearing will bring focus to a memorably turbulent stretch at the department as the Republican president sought to bend to his will a law enforcement agency that has long cherished its independence. The testimony aims to show how Trump tried to leverage the authorities of federal executive branch agencies in pursuing his false claims of election fraud. The Biden administration has proposed a dramatic overhaul of campus sexual assault rules. The goal is to expand protections for LGBTQ students, bolster the rights of victims, and widen colleges' responsibilities in addressing sexual misconduct. The proposal comes on the 50th anniversary of the Title IX women's rights law. It's, in t- it's intended to replace a set of controversial rules issued during the Trump administration by then-Education Secretary Betsy DeVoe. The current Education Secretary, Michael Cardona, says Title IX has been, quote, instrumental, unquote, in fighting sexual assault and violence in education. The new proposal is almost certain to be challenged by conservatives, and it's expected to lead to new ba- legal battles over the rights of transgender students in schools, especially in sports. The Supreme Court has ruled law enforcement officers can't be sued for money damages when they violate the rights of criminal suspects by failing to provide the familiar Miranda warning before questioning them. The justices ruled 6-3 to three today in favor of a sheriff's deputy sued after he failed to read a Miranda warning to a Los Angeles hospital worker accused of sexually assaulting a patient. The issue in the case was whether the warning given to criminal suspects before they talk to authorities is a constitutional right or something less important and less defined. The court recognized the warning in its Miranda versus Arizona decision in 1966 and later reaffirmed it. The sister of nine-year-old of nine-year-old girl killed in the Uvalde school rampage tearfully pleaded with Texas lawmakers to pass gun safety legislation and questions why so many security measures failed. Jasmine Carez on uh, on Thursday begged lawmakers to do something. Her young sister Jacqueline was one of 19 children shot dead inside of Robb Elementary School on May 24th before police stormed into the classroom and killed him. Two teachers also died in the massacre. The gunman was a former student, Salvador Ramos. The Supreme Court said today that Americans have a right to carry guns in public, a major expansion of gun rights. The court struck down a New York gun law in a ruling expected to directly impact half a dozen other populous states. 
The justice's 6-3 to three decision is expected to allow more people to legally carry guns on the streets of the nation's largest cities. It's high court's first major gun decision in more than a decade. Justice Clarence Thomas wrote for the majority that the Constitution protects, quote, an individual's right to carry a handgun for self-defense outside the home, unquote. And coming up, Rebecca Law will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast and updates on the Russian-Ukraine war. Stay with us. Want to know the time of our next sports broadcast? Go to our website at www.marshall.edu slash WMUL and find the entire sports schedule on the front page. You can even go one step further and listen to the game live right off our website, www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Yet another reason why we're the worldwide leader of Marshall sports coverage, WMUL 88.1. I just wanted to eat like a normal human being, you know? Just something I could hold down without the horrible pain. Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis are diseases that attack the digestive system. A feeding tube's not my idea of a good meal. At the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of America, we're excited about the latest research. Then there was this new drug. Thousands of people are being treated with new drug therapies. Doc said it doesn't work for everyone, but I got lucky. To help, visit ccfa.org. Now I'm taking food the old-fashioned way. I'm eating it. So what does WMUL mean by the cutting edge? Well, not this, but this. Marshall University students say it's not easy being Greek. Nope, not this either. But this, oh yeah. And finally, 0% this, but 100% this. Got it, touchdown, thundering herd. So the cutting edge means award-winning news, music, and sports, not uh, cutting stuff. 88.1 WMUI. Today, a new creature walks among us, causing fear, mayhem, and injury. Stay back, children. Look out for the dreaded digital deadwalkers. With faces pressed against their little handheld devices, they put all good citizens in harm's way. Hey, dude, I'm walking here. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you. A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons who want to keep everyone well-connected with healthy bones. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Rebecca Law, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, it is a mostly sunny 87 degrees. Today, we have a high of 87 and a low of 59 degrees. Some clouds this evening will give way to mainly clear skies overnight. We also have light winds all day. Tomorrow, we will have a high of 87 and a low of 60 degrees. During the day, it will be sunny skies. However, at night, there will be a few clouds. Looking towards the weekend, Saturday, the high will be 91 and the low will be 70 degrees. There will be a few clouds and light winds all day. Sunday, the high will be 90 and the low will be 65 degrees. During the day Sunday, we will have scattered clouds and a possibility of isolated thunderstorms developing during the afternoon, carrying over into the evening with scattered showers and thunderstorms. Today's weather word of the day is steam fog. Steam fog is the name of a fog that is produced due to cold air mixing with warmer and more humid air. 
The most common setup for the steam fog is when cold air drifts across a warm water. The first cold air masses of the season that drift across lakes and rivers will often result in the creation of steam fog. Thank you, weather.com and weatherology.com for this information. Currently outside the WMEL studios, it is a sunny 87 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm Rebecca Law. Thanks, Rebecca. Now to Russia and Ukraine news. Ukrainian authorities say Russia's military captured two villages in eastern Ukraine and were vying for control of a key highway in a continual offensive on the front line. The capture of the villages in the embattled Donbass region came as part of blistering offensives in recent weeks in and around the city of Severodonsky. Britain's defense minister issued a new intelligence assessment today saying that Russian forces had advanced miles since Sunday toward Lyanska, a city to the west of Savinsky. While Ukrainian forces had withdrawn from the, uh, some areas, the Russian military controls about 95% of the Longhask province and about half of neighboring Donetsk province, the two areas that make up the Donbass. European Union leaders are set to grant Ukraine a candidate status to join the 27-nation bloc. It's a first step in a long and unpredictable journey toward full membership that could take many years to complete. Making Ukraine a contender now seems to be a done deal, but national leaders were initially divided on how quickly to embrace the war-torn country's request to become an EU member. The Ukrainian government applied only a few days after Russia attacked its neighbor on February 24th. EU can- candidacy doesn't give petitional members the autocratic right to jo- the automatic right to join the bloc. The start of membership negotiations will depend on Ukraine meeting essential political and economic conditions. Germany has activated the second phase of its three-stage emergency plan for national natural gas supplies, saying the country faces a quote crisis unquote. Panned warning the storage targets for the winter are at risk due to dwindling deliveries from Russia. The government said today that the decision to raise the level to alarm follows the cuts to Russian deliveries made since June 14th and surging energy prices, exasperated by the war in Ukraine. The third and highest stage is the emergency level. It said that while gas storage facilities are filled to 58% capacity, higher than at this time last year, the goal of reaching 90% by December won't be possible without further measures. U.S. officials will send another $450 million in military aid to Ukraine, including some additional medium-range rocket systems. U.S. officials say the new aid comes just a week after the U.S. announced it will send an additional $1 billion in military aid to Ukraine, as America and its allies send Ukraine longer-range longer systems that they believe will allow forces to better fight back against Russia. The officials spoke today out on the condition of anonymity to provide details ahead of an announcement. Coming up next, growing mermaiding subculture makes a splash. Stay tuned. This song is being played on a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo is an instrument made by indigenous Australians. WMUL doesn't have any songs with didgeridoos in them. But what we do have is the Tri-State's largest variety of music, from alternative to hip-hop, jazz to blues, and much more. Plus, our selection is constantly being updated with the latest tunes. 
so, you know, maybe one day we will have a song with a didgeridoo in it. 88.1 WMUL-FM. You have a CD for any mood. You've got everything from rainy day jazz to pure existential angst. You've got CDs to dance to, boogie to, shimmy to, mosh to, and totally rock out to. You've got rock, rap, pop, alt pop, sub pop, hip hop, jazz, blues, country, metal, punk, and some stuff they don't even have a name for yet. But do you have a first aid kit? You have the things that make you happy. Get the things that make you prepared. An all-hazards emergency preparedness kit can help. Ready kits are available at your local retailer. Learn more at ready.gov. G'day, mates. My name is Dango Mick, and I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-L. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on the Marshall campus, and its void has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply. Crocky! There it is now, and it's attacking another radio station. Oh, but don't worry, kiddies. It'll be all right. It's only nature. And finally today on New Center 88, how would you like some invasive carp for dinner? You might decide to pass, but how about some fresh-caught broiled kappa? You might give that a shot. Here's the catch, though. They're the same thing, and that's the rub for officials in areas where four species known as Asian carp are threatening native fish in the Mississippi River and other Midwestern rivers and the Great Lakes. Officials in states where Asian carp have taken over hope rebranding the fish as copa might make them more appealing to American diners. Kevin Irons of the Illinois Department of Natural Resources says carp are, quote, healthy, clean, unquote, and tasty. We don't know what members of a team of biologists said when they hauled in a huge Burmese python, but if it was, wow, it would be understandable. The female python was nearly 18 feet long, weighed 215 pounds, and had 122 developing eggs. It's the biggest Burmese python ever caught in Florida. Bagging the huge snake is more than a matter of bragging rights. Burmese pythons are an invasive species, and removing a female can reduce the number of births and reduce the rate of depletion of native wildlife species in Florida. Across the world, people are increasingly embracing the subculture of mermaiding. At its simplest, these are humans of all genders, shapes, and backgrounds who enjoy dressing up as mermaids. In recent years, a growing number have flocked to mermaid conventions and competitions, formed local groups called pods, and poured their savings into a multi-million dollar mermaid tail industry. On a planet plagued by war, disease, and social upheaval, many merfolk have found life in the water a refuge. Away from the critics and chaos of life on land, merworld is the kinder, gentler, and more joyful alternative to the real world. Merfolk said it's the also a world where you can be whatever and whatever you want. And that does it for this summer edition of News Center 88. Be sure to turn in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nick Madawa, Rebecca Law, Zane Bowles, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Haley Mannon, and your thought of the day is, you always pass failure on the way to success, Mickey Rooney.
Well, I swear I'm gonna find my way.